Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. I am Greg, your first mate, along with uh, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, even uh, Bill the Engineer with us today. So we got a lot to cover, uh, even though it's kind of a holiday weekend and we got a special uh, edition of the show for you today because we're in holiday mode and that means basically I get to abuse our passengers with the best and or worst Christmas songs of the season. So, uh, you know, I get to play those and uh, amuse myself and annoy you. It's just how it goes for the season. You know, you may not have to go to the malls and you're doing all your shopping online because of COVID and stuff. That doesn't mean you can't escape the torture that I'm about to unleash on the world this week. So you are welcome, and I apologize in advance. Now, just uh, leave the banjos out of it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think I have any banjo uh, Christmas music to share, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take that uh, request under advisement, Mike the Mariner. Now, Mike has some big news, uh, by the way, because he has uh, evidently, right before show uh, time, he says, hey, guys, I got a big announcement. So go ahead, share it with the rest of the world, Mike. Uh, what is it? I sold the boat. You sold your boat. We, we sold the boat. Yeah. What the hell's um, wrong with you? Why would you it was do this? Almost, well, well, obviously, we're going to go get another one. Okay. But, uh, Thank goodness. But but uh, it was almost an accident. I had it listed, but uh, not really serious about it. And yeah. this guy showed up on Thursday and and liked it, made an offer. And next thing I knew, Monday, we were doing a sea trial, and he bought it. Wow. So it's gone. Well, I, I didn't even know you had listed <laughs> Just that it. Fast. So, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. What when, when you listed it, did you already have like a, a number that was so high you figured no one would ever want to buy it? Right. Yeah, I basically just listed it and really didn't come off the, the number. I had two others look at it over the past couple of months, but uh, well, what, this guy came along. You never really mentioned this. Boat. Did he ever mention this on the World of Boating that he had his uh, boat for sale, Patrick? You were following him. Th- no, he did be- not think it was for sale. He well, thought... <laughs> He's just posted. This is just smart thinking. Okay. Here's the thing. You, you've got something which, hey, you know what? Maybe it's worth some money. Let's see if it's worth some money. Yeah. It's only worth money if somebody else is willing to pay mm-hmm. what you want them to pay. He, he doesn't have it for sale. He, he's got a price. Okay. Yeah. We've all got a price. Okay. Well, I, I felt good about it. Greg, Greg will sell you one of his children. Yeah. His yeah. price is low. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they cost them a fortune. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, it's a it's an auction uh, thing too. So feel free to lowball me. You might be surprised. But but what happened, uh, Mike? I mean, uh, so you had put this out there a couple months ago, but you didn't say this on the world of boating. I don't think that you were. No, I didn't really you, uh, talk about it too much. I really wasn't in a hurry to sell it. Well, yeah, but uh, so quite frankly, well, when you and, put it up for uh, sale, I mean, ha- have you already had your you know, uh, eyes on something new or you're looking yeah, for something yeah. bigger or what? Yeah, I figured we put it up for sale. Our mm-hmm. ultimate goal is to get a trawler uh, because in about five years, we want to do the loop. 
Okay. I'd like to go ahead and get into it and uh, spend some time, you know, getting to know the boat and getting it uh, ready for a trip like that. Okay. And, you know, right. you use it in Florida until that time comes. And I plus, gotcha. You know, I sold the boat for what I paid for it two and a half years ago. Well, so, gotta love hey. that. Uh, Bill, yeah. the engineer, is bummed that he didn't get a shot at uh, placing an offer, I guess. Is that it, Bill, or no? No, that's not it, because oh. I wouldn't have paid that much. Ah. But I, I'm curious, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about the conversation, and if you got any feedback from the guy who bought your boat about, is it difficult for him to find the type of boat he's looking for? Why was this a, 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 you know, a, mm-hmm. a deal that he couldn't pass up? And I'm wondering if any of that conversation transpired. Well, when uh, when I met him, he was about to actually buy a boat in another marina that I'm very familiar with, and that would have been a, a big mistake. Uh-huh. Um, oh, so you swooped in there and, and stole no, the sail. No, I, 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 didn't really, I didn't really talk to him too much about it, the, the other boat at all. Yeah. Um, he just saw the difference in the two boats, and, and uh, he ended up making the offer on our boat, and uh, so we were able to make the deal yeah did you have to get uh, him like liquored up first or anything and or you know he did this totally sober (laughs) just one yeah and i was sober too okay well there you go go. figure what do you think uh, there uh patrick i mean you're noticeably quiet uh do you you think this was a good move for mike the mariner to sell his boat sure okay all right so there you go i guess that's all we got to get it always always thinks it's a good idea to get that boat you started out the show by asking me a question, and the two people, no offense, Bill, but the two people who barely take part in this show at all have taken over the first 10 minutes. Well, happy holidays to you, too. I don't know if you remember being on the show in the past, <laughs> this is, He's just making up for lost time. Hello. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. First of all, uh, we got to back up and, and just say the boat you just sold, Mike, was what? It was a 34-foot cruiser's. Uh, okay. The model is thirty three seventy five gas powered big block Chevys. Yeah, uh, inboard and uh, yeah, yeah, big gas bill. <laughs> Very big, big gas, gas bill, bill. So you wanted to get rid of that. Bury the boat, or what say yeah. you? What what type of trawler or what brand you're looking at? Uh, so far this week, I've found a couple of Ocean Alexanders, a couple of Marine Traders. Um, Let's see what else. Wait, what is uh, that big I, fancy one, Patrick? We always see at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show uh, that I love. We've talked about trawlers? it on the show. Yeah, trawlers. It's a big fancy brand, but they travel. They cruise around. That, that's actually ones. what it's known as: is the big fancy yeah, brand. What boats. is the brand? Yeah, you know, know what I'm you. talking about. We've talked the about one them that on. they do all ocean cruises on. Yeah, those. yeah. They'll, they'll cross what? the ocean on them. Do you know which brand you mean, like I'm a talking Fleming? about? No, uh, it's like not Carnival. Carnival. He's worthless. Jeez. Come on, Captain Patrick. <laughs> Get your head crazy. out of your oh, butt. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're giving Patrick a hard time for not remembering this thing, which you think is fantastic yourself. Well, no, it, it's a premium you brand. You should know what it is. It, you, you know, like a Grand know. Banks. A, a Grand uh, Banks is not the one I'm thinking of, but that's not a trawler either, is it? The Grand sure. Banks is not a trawler, is it? Sure. It is a yeah. trawler. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are beautiful vessels. But there was another big uh, trawler I'm thinking of brand-wise that uh, very popular uh, up north, you know, and, and stuff like that. It has uh, that Tollycraft? Oh, no, that's not. Uh, Austin Whaler. No, that's yeah, not a trawler, you trawler. bastard. All right. Anyway, uh, Grand Banks, I mean, what about one of them? Too too expensive? Yeah. 
Or what do you think? Uh, no, no. Actually, there's a there's a really nice 42 uh, uh, aft cabin uh, motor yacht, Grand Banks, which is a trawler. It's on their 42 foot standard trawler hull. Yeah, uh, down in uh, on on the west coast of Florida. That is pretty nice. Okay, yeah. all right. But are those a little well, bit more on the high end side, cost well, wise? Hold, hold on, hold on. All hold right, on. Patrick. What? All right. So, Mike. Now that we got rid of Greg. Nordic. Nordic track or Nordic <laughs> That's something. That's what I was just about to what say. What is it, Nordic Barry? Yeah. What is it? Nordic, tu- Nordic Tugs. That's it. Nordic Tugs. That's the trawlers I was thinking of. Have you looked at those? Okay. What do you think? I have not looked at any Nordics. Yeah. No. Those um, are beautiful, classic trawling vessels. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen any of those. Would you yeah. agree, Patrick, or no? It doesn't have the layout. Sure, Greg. Okay. Well, that so was Mike, the brand yeah. I was talking but, about. Go ahead, Patrick. Go. Now that you're starting your search, um, any thought, because you are planning on doing the Great Loop, staying away from boats that have been in salt and maybe focusing on boats that may be located up on the Great Lakes, where they're more uh, freshwater. Okay. I, I have been doing a search uh, on that as well. There's, there's boats on the Ohio River system, uh, you know, in Kentucky. Uh, there's a nice... Uh, there's a nice Jefferson up there that uh, I might make a call on. What, a pilot um, house, yeah, yeah, pilot house. And it, what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to find, hopefully, if I'm you know able to do it. And I don't care if it's an older boat because um, it probably will be, but I wouldn't mind finding a boat with naturally aspirated diesels instead of turbos. You know, like Ford Lehmans or the uh, the old Detroits, Detroit Naturals. What size are you looking for? Probably 42 to 45 max. Right. Well, the reason why I was talking about the boats up, you know, up in the northeast, Midwest is, you know, if you've got a boat that maybe is 15 years old, um, mm-hmm. really, you got about maybe they've got about maybe seven years on it because of the wintertime. Uh, mm-hmm. If the boat has stayed up there, they've taken it out of the water, probably put it in storage for the it's probably spent more time in storage than it has out on the water. Um, you have the freshwater aspect as well, so you don't have near the concerns that you may have finding a boat that's located in a saltwater environment, even though you are eventually going to take it into a saltwater environment. However, you've got maybe a little peace of mind there. Um, Nordic Tug. Get a, a Nordic Tug. I don't care if it's fresh or salt. They look awesome, and I want to go on one of those. Mm. There, you got my vote. <laughs> take it for what it's worth right. there, Mike the Mariner. More coming up on the World of Boating. <laughs> Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast spit nipply out i mean nippy out <laughs> what am i saying nipple <laughs> there is a nip in the air though This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Bill the Engineer, Mike the Mariner, who's on the search for a new boat because he just sold his. Happy uh, holidays to you, Rob Halford, Judas Priest. Definitely put you in the mood. Wouldn't you agree, Bill I'm the Engineer? That. Yeah. <laughs> Bill? Uh, so I do think that he's taken the right path. Uh, he sold on his terms. Right. He knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's not like selling your house. You want to sell your house before you buy your new house, but then you got to have a place to live. He doesn't have that pressure because he doesn't have to have this boat right away. So he can take his time, find out what he wants. Okay. And because Mike is what we in the business would call an experienced professional boater, he doesn't uh, choose it based on what Greg thinks is the coolest looking boat. Which I've really stewed about the entire break. Well, hold on. Now, into the break was. <laughs> I saw this cool boat, and uh, you should buy this boat because I think it looks cool. Well, okay, that's what I said, but I also know Nordic tugs have been around forever. They are a classic trawler. I've seen them. I've uh, Eric, them. Eric the Viking came over on one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> obviously, Patrick knows nothing about them because they're, they're a classic 
trawling. So is so Grand Banks. Right. Well, so, I, is, uh-huh. so is Ocean Alexander. Nordic Those are tugs, awesome boats. Nordic tugs might have been even around longer, though, I think. Just they being around earlier too. doesn't make yeah. it better. Okay. Uh, but it it's doesn't. a very close-knit group of people, of boaters. I, I met the community a few years ago when I was in uh, at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show, and I was very impressed. It was almost kind of like, you know, how you got groups of, like, Harley owners or Mini Cooper mm-hmm. people or something. They're very passionate about their particular Honda Ridgeline models. owners. Yeah. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> they're, they're, they're cool. They have cool lines. <laughs> yeah, I will tell you, though, I think that that's true for almost anything i really do i think that if you were driving down the road and you saw a bright orange truck you would like these are my people yeah these are my people us with the big orange trucks i drove a really cool looking blue volkswagen for a while right when they introduced the color and i felt the kindred with Fellow nerds got it okay yeah had this color truck listen (laughs) orange truck owner I don't have an sure. orange truck. Well, he, yeah. he doesn't have but that one did. anymore. But you did. did forever. And there was no club that I belonged to. Well, because, I was, there were, because nobody else wants nobody a truck else. that color. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't looking for that. I was, uh, you know, I got that because it was the price was right. Yeah. But these Nordic tugs are, are, are you know, they're legendary <laughs> trawlers. They are. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, they're nice, yeah. but they, uh, for, for what I want to use it for, it doesn't have the, the, the layout, you know. Yeah. Well, that's they're the they're line. more of an interior centric kind of a boat, you know. Well, then they're more that cabin. like classic design that you would see, like you know, I think of that classic trawling uh, boat that got eaten by the killer whale in the movie Orca, isn't it that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Or or even like uh, in Jaws, that that, that oh, kind of had yeah. that. What? No. What do you? What well, do you, you want a rinky dink broken down? No, I'm saying. Boat? That, <laughs> I'm saying the style of the vessel yeah. has that classic line of a uh, ocean going mm-hmm. trawler. That's all I'm saying. That's what the Nordic tug kind of reminded me of. Something that has you, a bluff you grew bow. up watching. A bluff and, bow. And, okay. Bluff. So, but, well, let's but, go back to Mike the Mariner. Mike, so is there a particular brand of trawler that has really caught your attention, or you're just open not, to everything? Not, not a particular brand, but a particular setup. So I'm looking for okay. something in the 42 to 45 range, um, probably uh, built in the early 90s. Um, with a cockpit, so I'd, I'd like a cockpit. Uh, yeah. a, it's a with a with an aft cabin with a cockpit. So, okay. um, not, that's not a must-have, but it, it's a would like to have. And then yeah. there's hey, by the way, you know, Bill I, the engineer, uh, he, uh, interesting aft just walked through his video uh, screen. There, it still is there. Yeah, he, his mic. Is so off, you're looking is for good. a 30 year old uh, trawler. <laughs> he just can't yeah. focus on what's going on at all, Mike. He doesn't know <laughs> what you're talking about. He doesn't know what you're saying. He's not listening at all. Something caught his attention. Something shiny. It was the after <laughs> something else. Bright, shiny, but, uh, a bright shiny my. object. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly! Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you're not but, locked but into the- any particular brand. Well, yeah, you but want the layout. A handful really of brands matters. that I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, by the way, uh, Nordic, Nord, Nordic Tugs uh, started in 1979. So, you know, their storied history reaches <laughs> all the way back to 1979, <laughs> um, which both Ocean Alexander and Grand Banks completely uh, surpassed that. Okay, but, when did know, they start? Way before Nordic Tugs. Okay, in what is the date, Mr. Yeah. Smarty Pants? Yeah. Yeah, Grand Banks. Yeah, in the he early didn't Google 60s. that. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Golly. So they used to make wooden boats. So they're newer. They're cooler. They're better. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing like, how you like shift what the, gears. What are the uh, brands that you're looking at? <laughs> actually, do you remember when I told you about the boat fire in my marina last year? Yes, we yeah. do. That was a Nordic tug that was two weeks old. Oh, okay. The guy bought it in Jacksonville, yeah. sailed it to Sanford, uh, parked it in the slip, got out and went to dinner, and his boat erupted in flames. Oh, well, there uh, you go. I have it on very good authority. <laughs> he did not purchase it at Doctor's Lake uh in in jacksonville though why oh because you want to we know someone from there yeah but he uh (laughs) he's not here so i know he's not here but i have a pretty good authority he didn't purchase the boat there okay yeah it was it wasn't the boat's fault that it was a a, someone had installed some electronics on it and wired it incorrectly well uh patrick being you're the uh expert here at the world of boating do you have a particular brand that you would steer him towards to take under serious consideration or does it really matter well, it does, because Mike has a specific layout. He has a specific cockpit or helm area that he has in mind. Right. And most importantly, uh, seeing as how you're intent on being on his vessel, he has to take into account the hurl factor. Um, Good the distance <laughs> To be able to get you to the uh, port or starboard side and the distance of vomitus. Right. That will eject from your... So which uh, brand will uh, be so most, I've find most a appealing with a to me? Keeper on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's, yeah one, like that's that easy, one that's easy to wash down. Yeah. Um, and or throw <laughs> Greg over the side. So which one is it, Patrick? Come on. Do you have uh, one? I, I, I think he's right on track with either Grand Banks or Ocean Alexander. I mean, they, okay. they both have got a, a storied history. Uh, Ocean Alexander going back at least to 1977. Grand Banks certainly further than that. Um, well proven and again, nothing against the Nordic tug people out there, but uh, again, Mike has specific things that he, he's got his wants and his needs, mm-hmm. you know, it, his wants, uh, as far as, uh, power and layout and then needs, which we can, uh, talk about when we come back. Yeah. We, we want a no hurl trawler for Mike, the Mariner more coming up. Stay close. <laughs> Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, uh, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Billy Engineer, and Mike the Mariner, who's uh, on the prowl for a new trawler. Grand Banks, Oceana. Is that what you said? Or Ocean? What, what is it again? Oceander. Is that what it was? Uh, looking at Patrick. What uh, is it? Ocean Alexander. Ocean, Ocean Alexander. Alexander. Okay. Yeah. I just took the two words and yeah. mashed them together for efficiency. Yeah, uh, you know, what, what's factual when it comes to this show? Yeah, it? yeah. Graham Banks, however, uh, aren't they really known for their wood working, their teak on those vessels? Isn't that one of their stand-up yeah, a lot features? Of those, uh, yeah, a lot of the, the models that I'm looking at that I've, that I've mentioned, the Jeffersons, the Ocean Alexanders, they were all built in Taiwan hmm. and uh, in, in a particular shipyard, and the woodwork that they do on the interiors is amazing. Yeah. I'm actually looking for a boat that has limited wood on the outside. Right. But all the interior. It's a lot of um, maintenance. When, when that's good. Could I ask you, yeah. I, this may be too personal. How much do you want to spend? Uh, not sure yet. 
Okay. That's how much? You, how much do you weigh, air. Mike? Yeah. Well, here, here's I weigh the thing: two hundred pounds on the button. Oh, see, he, he, he's, well, not, he's not easily offended. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing that Mike's up against: the, the same market that enabled him to sell his boat quickly, and we've talked about the market as such: new boats being uh, in short supply, uh, good pre-owned boats being in short supply and selling at a premium puts them you know it's a it's a double-edged sword he was able to sell his boat but the market being as such he's going to have a a time trying to find the boat that he wants for the price that he wants um based on current conditions yeah is new even an option for you mike would you even consider that warranty and the whole thing no, no, I'd never buy a new boat. Never. No. All right. Thanks, Mike. We, the boat manufacturers <laughs> of America, they love you. Appreciate it. Thank you and good night, everybody. <laughs> Barry, what say man. you? I Barry? forgot now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he forgot. Okay. I just lost it. That oh, was great. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, you know, you're he's a frugal boater. He's looking for a good deal on yeah. something he can uh, let someone else work out all the kinks of a new vessel. That's fair. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Now, this won't hurt a bit. It's a jolly, jolly song, the song I want to sing. Just melodies of ding dong ding with love for our great king. It's time to shine, it's Christmas time, as jolly as can be. Sometimes at the height of our revelries, when our joy is at its zenith, when all is most bright with the world, the most unthinkable disasters descend upon us. Oh, I can laugh and I can smile and show my happiness. I feel such love, I feel such joy when Christmas time is here. I want to show you all my loving smoke. Jolly, jolly song, the song I want to sing. Just melodies of ding dong ding with love for our great king. This is the world of boating. Uh, I apologize in advance, but it is the holiday, so I feel at liberty to share. These Christmas ditties with you, our passengers. And being that I apologize, that means we're totally off the hook. All right. Barry the Boater, what's now I remember I remember my question. Uh oh. Patrick. <laughs> okay. oh, come on. Oh brother. Uh, you said used boat sales are, are tough right now, but is it more in the smaller boats or in these larger boats? I mean, we're talking about forty, forty five foot boat. All across the board. Because across. people mm-hmm. that uh may not be able to afford a new 44, 50 footer. You're looking at that pre-owned market and the boats that have been well-maintained, such as the boat that Mike just sold, well-maintained, well-maintenanced, um, you know, taken care of, uh, are selling at a premium. So the challenge is going to be, you know, finding that person 
that is looking to get out of boating for whatever reason and has got a well-maintained um, boat that is going to fit what Mike wants. And that's where he's, he's really, his challenge is probably going to be uh, balancing his wants and his needs and what he, mm-hmm. what is he willing to trade off to get the deal that is going to present itself eventually. It sounds like uh, price isn't going to be the the deal breaker here. It's really going to be the layout and the size of the vessel. Is that a fair assumption, Mike? What do you think? Well, and uh, and its history. I'll tell you. I looked at a boat uh, this weekend that it was it was out of the size range that I wanted, but it was in my budget. Yeah, um, fantastic boat. Well, well how, how much? Very well how big was it out out of uh, the it, size it, range? It was a forty nine footer. And you won't go and, bigger uh, than forty four. You said. Well, I went to to go look at it to confirm, you know, and I really that boat's too large for what I want to use it for. Yeah. So, uh, but very well maintained. Former ship's captain owned it, mm-hmm. owns it. Uh, everything in the engine room was labeled. Every every uh, immaculate. Huh? Every every wire, every hose. But, but you want to use it. Uh, so your limitation on the the length is why exactly? Well, a thousand dollars a foot for maintenance per year. Well, let well, Mike answer. Well, there's, yeah, there's that, but there's yeah. also, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that one of my, uh, goals is to do the loop and you, you have a height, a height limit, uh, for that trip. I think it's 13 feet, okay. six inches. Yeah. So, you know, you get, you get anything over 45 feet, you're pretty close to that range. To and if you've got a hard problem. top, yeah, yeah, you've got a height problem. So you're certainly going to, and you need, you know, a radar arch with hinges on it and things like that. So mm-hmm. you can lower the boat if you need to. So you want to avoid but, that uh, issue altogether by just keeping it a mm-hmm. little smaller. Understood. So they okay. make 44 foot boats that are that short. Yeah, that are that short. Uh, well, yes. you said you have a 13 people. foot. Yeah. <laughs> no, you said you have a 13 <laughs> foot height restriction from the yes. waterline. Sure. So, so most of these boats have a have a radar arch on them that have uh, a locking pin and and hinges. So, if you're approaching a fixed bridge that's that's too low, you can uh, fold the arch. You can collapse the the arch right. forward and, yeah. and make the boat. What's uh, really great actually, is when you Regal forget. It's a really cool boat that does that with a press of a button. Yeah, but when, when, what's really great is when you forget and your your video goes viral. It happens all the time. There's a ton of videos like that. On oh, YouTube, yeah. so all Boats right. Don't well, do the limbo well. Yeah, do, do you have a, a time restriction here, or are you under any pressure to make this happen quick? Because you got you're selling your boat because you were living on it, right? Or are you? No. Oh, no, you're not. Okay. No. Oh. No. No. Um, but uh, no time restriction. I want okay. to find the right boat. Well, there you now, go. Now, Mike, did you did you give up your slip at the marina, or are you holding on to the slip? I gave up the slip because the next boat won't fit in it. Ah. Well, so actually, go. the guy that the guy that bought my boat is keeping the same slip. Mm, it was a and two I worked for one that out deal. with the marina. There you go. Yeah, I worked out that marina with him. Yeah. So right. you ought to find a new place to put this larger boat. Same marina, just at the other end of the dock. Can we uh, uh, step up right now and claim uh, veto rights on the boat that you zero in on to make sure it's up to our standards? <laughs> just tell, them, just tell them no, Mike. Just tell them no. <laughs> Just so we you're can move on to the next me, subject. You're not going to make me buy that Carver in Chicago, are you? Hey, I, it depends on what it looks like and how big it is and if it uh, is hurl-proof. It's the one that had the stripper pole on the back. Oh, remember? hey. 
<laughs> There's an option that you might want to look for. Okay. No. <laughs> I get my vote. All right. Well, uh, yeah. It, it'll be fun to follow your progress. It could happen anytime. Yeah. It could be a month. It could be it several. Could. You never know with Mike the Mariner. All right. Well, uh, it is the holiday weekend. Uh, Patrick planned a special show for this, and then Mike sprung this on us right before the broadcast today. So we had to address that. Do we have anything else, uh, Patrick, or have you decided, ah, let's chuck the plan and go with something else? Well, no, that's pretty much what you decided uh, because yeah. you— Because I'm you the boss, asked, so suck it, asked, loser, and move on. What is it? What do you got? <laughs> you had asked me to prepare something. Right. So what is it? Well, you told me not to go into it this week. Jeez. Oh, that, so, that anyway, wasn't the but, only thing you had. Yeah, it was. I mean, dude, you know how long I put together all this information on the National Boating Caucus and what the incoming administration would mean for recreational boating versus the outgoing administration? Sounds versus, like excellent holiday fodder. What well, was it your plan B? That's <laughs> nothing better than Thanksgiving than talking politics around the... Uh, the table there but you know here's something what? that i did want to that i did want to yeah. talk about okay. and we're going to go going to make it a little lighthearted Thank because God. bill because bill, bill is here because <laughs> bill is here okay and um for those of you unaware uh bill uh has i, I call him the uh podcaster extraordinaire and you can hear him on multiple platforms and one of the shows that he did this past week oh um was uh, got into choosing um, female companionship. Would that be correct, Bill? That's a fair way of. of okay. Well, and, you know, Mike well, is looking for a new boat, Bill. Well, well, you know, well, hold it's, on. it's kind of the, the same kind of search criteria. In a lot of ways. Well, the the uh, as Bill and and Tracy were discussing um, this particular subject, got off onto Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and the the oft asked question, Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought for sure he was going to say the professor, but uh, well, just my I, I, quite honestly, guess. for the for the for the guys, there yeah. is no other choice. There really is only the professor. What I mean, you're not going to you're not going to choose. I thought this was a ginger Marianne thing. Where <laughs> I was making a joke, Bill. But I'm just saying, not the that guy, there's anything wrong with that. The professor is the only choice. If you're into guys, you're not going after the skipper. Unless you're into bears, I guess. Oh, okay, I mean, look, I, I don't know where this is going, but Patrick, please steer the ship. The third knows. What Thank is your you. point here? Well, no, because it, it, it was a lively discussion that was had on um, the lady it, and the professor, the lady and professor podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, a certain person who may have been tuning in uh, actually threw Mrs. Howell in there as option number two. Oh, gross. no. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Not grandma. Wow. Mom, let, me ta- let me tell you something. Yeah. The, the actress, Natalie Schaefer, she, she yeah. was actually, she did very well in real estate in her private life. I mean, she, she did very, very well after that show where everybody else kind of, you know, wound up on Battle of the Stars, I think. Um, she, she, she did quite, quite well for herself. And I don't think she was really that old when that show was. So on. What, what is thing. this? Like yeah. you're looking for a sugar mama or something, Patrick? No, was going to, was going to poll everybody on the show. And uh, who would you pick to go out on with? a cruise with? Would it be Marianne? Would it be Ginger or Mrs. Howell? 
Now, I want to give all of us a sense of perspective here. On that show, the very, very old Thurston Howell III was 50. He was 50. 5-0. Five wow. zero. I don't know. And the actor older. was fifty three. The actor was fifty three. Hmm. Jim Backus was fifty three at the time that Gilligan's Island came out. He okay. played ninety really well. Though. I'll tell you, that's not going to affect my choice though, because uh, <laughs> he he wasn't in the top three. Just for me, we'll find out. So you're going the after rest the native, huh? Of the world of boating crew next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast christmas is a loving honest and charitable time bah, humbug, that's too strong it is my favorite but all this year's been a busy blur Don't think I have the energy So deck those halls, trim those trees Raise up cups of Christmas cheer I just need to catch my breath Christmas by myself this year This is the World of Boating, Gregor First Mate Captain Patrick Berry, the boater Billy Engineer, Mike the Mariner By the way, Eric is uh, checking in with us on Facebook Live today And he's like, uh, hey, I know Mike said the uh, height restriction is 13 feet for doing the great loop he said he thought it was 19 feet so i think what um yeah i just checked online it does say 19 
uh, point uh, 19 feet, one inch. But you're uh, figuring you'd do this in like five years when the water levels have risen five feet. Or so. Yeah. Is that right? Do the global, do the global warming. Right. right. So he's planning it because he's not going to do the Great Loop right away. Five years. So yeah, he, you're taking that into account. I'm just covering you. Yeah. There, by Mike. the way, yeah. um, he is no longer Mike the Mariner. He yeah. is Mike the Boatless. Well, that's I true. Mike the Boatless. He has no yeah. boat right now. A man without his boat. It's uh, lost. He's ju- he's just plain old Mike. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I no, think- that's it. It, 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 it. That's his name now. It's just plain old Mike. Well, he hadn't uh, given up ownership of the boat yet, so at least for the yeah. time being. Oh, you have? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. We closed on it. We closed Pay on attention. It. Oh, geez. Yeah. Jeez, okay. man. I'm telling you that earlier. Get a canoe. Right, welcome to the world of boating. Uh, I don't want to change. We'll be talking about how Mike just sold his boat. <laughs> if I got to change all the marketing materials and the website and stuff like no, just go get a crappy ass, uh, you know, fishing boat or something or a canoe. Or a little inflatable dinghy. Yeah. There's a little inflatable down in Fort Lauderdale. That's you right. You borrow uh, Barry's. <laughs> Walt's little whore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. All right. So which cast member from Gilligan's Island would you want to be on a boat with? Is that what you're asking us, uh, Patrick? No, I'm moving on from that because you totally destroyed that segment. Well, so, no. Is that, that was the question, wasn't it? It was Marianne, Ginger, or Mrs. Howell. Okay, of the three females on Gilligan's Island, which one yeah, would you want to be on a boat with or be yes. coupled up with or both? I uh, can't hear Stranded ba- Bailey's on the island talk. with. Stranded yeah, on? The, well, the, the, well, the only one that you want to be on a boat with is Marianne. I, and most it's resourceful. Not because, yeah. Well, yeah, it, right. because the other two are going to expect you to do things for them. Right. Not do things for themselves. At least Marianne is capable of doing things for herself, and she can be helpful. She would but be the, the best boating crew member, are for sure. on purpose not helpful. She, ma- she makes the best coconut cream pies. That's right. I mm. like those. Never mind. Yeah. Well, Ginger <laughs> would be the best uh, boat fluff, though, if you just if you figure no. you could manage all the no. other stuff. No? What do you no. mean? No. Yes. Well, no. Yes. This, this oh, is the yes. point we made in the podcast the other day. Don't forget. These are actually both TV stars. Neither one of these women are unattractive. Well, true. Okay. <laughs> Understood. High maintenance. Yeah. But 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 both Tina Louise and Ginger are high maintenance. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying. All right. Well, I guess we've covered that uh, accordingly and, you know, take it for what it's worth, which is probably nothing. But that's what you get on a, you know, when everybody's in holiday mode, I guess. Patrick, you got anything else you want to share before we wrap it up today or what? Well, um, kind of throwing this one at you, Greg. Um, mm-hmm. Over in the UK um, this past week, you know, I'm not going to go to that story because that one that one's boring. It, it it involves you, so I don't want to do that. Okay. Actually, here here in the United States in Mobile, Alabama, a uh, fisherman uh, James West was out in Mobile Bay and he saw a bunch of birds and some humps off in the distance. And he thought it might be manatees, and as he steered closer, he thought someone was either playing a trick on me, or the Navy had lost a submarine. Hmm. Turned out to be a whale. So if you happen to be out (laughs) on the water and you see James West out there, steer clear, because apparently he doesn't know the difference between a manatee and a U.S. naval submarine. Or a a whale. Or a whale. (laughs) Or a well. I mean, that's another one you're going to throw into the mix. But I think I understand why. Yeah, I do because too. Because James West is, <laughs> Go ahead. is from Wild Wild West. I He's know. been alive for 150 years, mm. and his his eyes are going. I mean, that's going to happen. 
Yeah. That happens when you first have that thing. battery on your shoulder. You get that yeah. right. Okay. Well, there's that. Uh, but, but look, I mistake, uh, mistook, uh, mistook a uh, manatee for a sea monster. So, I mean, it's an honest well, mistake. Well, that doesn't surprise us, though, Greg. But they, all you see is the big gray or blackish hump. How would you okay. know what the heck it is? Again, big difference between a submarine, which if you saw one in the water, you would see the sail first. Right. Before you saw the actual body of the submarine. Well, how far away was he? Do you know? It doesn't matter. It does you matter. You see the sail, the sail of the of submarine it. before <laughs> the main body of the sub versus a whale where the fluke isn't going to look like the sail of a submarine. Mm, I say, he doesn't know what to say. I, I say give uh, Mr. <laughs> West some uh, slack. You know what I'm talking about when I say sail of the submarine, right? Yeah, the the, tower. the conning tower. Right, yeah. Okay. Just just wanted to make sure that you, you understood. All right, you got one minute left on this holiday edition. Patrick, what do you got? Uh, that is pretty much going to wrap it up. But I oh, did okay. want to th- <laughs> thank Bill for taking time out of his busy podcast schedule to join us. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Right. Uh, it is. Mike, thanks for taking time out of your day to uh, check in periodically and join us. Um, Barry. Uh, the rock that is uh, World of Boating. And Patrick, you don't have to thank me. It goes unsaid, I know. Yeah, just press the buttons, <laughs> would you? <laughs> Monkey boy. Monkey boy. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody is suffering from, uh, you know, leftover turkey. You know, things are moving Four a little days. bit slower. Four days of what? We started turkey on Wednesday. And you still haven't finished it yet? Almost done. All right. He's, he's going to finish it off after the show today. All right. Well, uh, on that note, a bloated note, gassy, whatever word uh, describes it appropriately. We'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life is, is better, better as, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.